bring you up. Get you some sweet, sweet gain up in here. Excellent. Lovely. Oh, yeah. Do you, do you want some uh, low end in there as well, Flynn? Do you want like a... Um, yeah, I mean, there's some low end. I mean, nice, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I'm in the studio, back in the studio. Though. Yeah, exactly. We'll give you a, li- a nice Barry White effect here on the air. Yeah. Um, Is this live? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> I would have loved. Oh, if I could do an introduction like that live, I'd be thrilled. That would be pretty awesome, bud. I am now joined by a Mullingar man who is gaining global notoriety. People are starting to stand at attention and he is just fresh off supporting Lewis Capaldi as of last Saturday in Malta. I'm joined by Mullingar's own Flynn. How you doing, brother? Hey, man, I'm good. How are you? I'm flying. It's warm here. How's it there? Um, it's pretty warm here as well, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's been, I mean, it's not as warm as Malta, but it's warm. <laughs> well, I tell you, I definitely want to hear all about Malta, but first, you were, you're on a busy schedule. We had to get you out of studio just to come in here. Where are you at the moment? Uh, I'm in London at the moment, yeah, just finishing up some, uh, some songs for my next EP, so it's quite, it's quite exciting. Ooh, all right. Uh, well, while we're on that topic, what can you tell us about the old upcoming EP? Um, what can I tell you about the EP? Well, it's coming this year. It's got loads of yeah, loads of some some of the some of my favourite tracks I think so far that I've written are going to be on this record. So I'm very excited to to show everybody and to put these out. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty much all I can tell you. It's going to be it's going to be coming soon. Yeah, it's hush hush. Don't worry. The the actions will speak louder than words for sure when the actual hit drops. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. So let's 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 break things down back to its root and its core. So you're a, a Mullingar native. Are you actually Mullingar? Or are you outside Mullingar? I'm Mullingar. Yeah, I'm. I went to school in St Mary's CBS in Mullingar, and I lived in a little housing estate called Pettiswood Manor in Mullingar. Um, and now I'm obviously over in London, but I do visit. Very, I'm very. I come over and back very regularly. So, right. Yeah. I read a piece there uh, in the Westmeath Examiner, and, and this is the thing that I loved about you already, Flynn, is that you were kind of already so forthcoming with what it's like as a career in the industry right now. And before we kind of get to the whole going back and forth between studios, how did you know that this was a career path for you? Um, I, I don't know. I guess it's something for me that I always felt comfortable. I, I always felt comfortable in this in this whole crazy music world. Um, I like challenges, and I like you know being taken out of my comfort zone. And this career, this job, definitely does that. So, um, and plus, it was pretty much the only thing to be quite honest. To be quite honest with you, now is probably the only really thing I was good at. So, um, I think I would have been fairly screwed otherwise if I didn't have a singing voice. To be honest, but um. um so but no, I'm obviously you know still learning, always learning, and still you know trying to improve all the time. But I guess there was a little bit of hope there with the music. So I was like, well, there's no hope elsewhere, so I'll jump on this and make this work. <laughs> I think you've been a little too hard on yourself, Lynn, but I'll take your word for it. Uh, I, there, well, there's... You know, maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, look, you're being, you're being modest. Way, that's the way it always felt. Yeah, yeah, oh, totally. I find it interesting how you kind of came across this career. It was for you and a majestic voice dare I say, at that. And it, you definitely make it work for you. And I saw this piece in Breaking Tunes and they wrote how you are an artist certain of a sound, direction and place in the musical landscape. Mm. How did you find that confidence? How did you find your style and voice? Because as you say, you're like an alternative melodic pop with lyrics that mean something to you. How did you get there? Yeah, I think, so like I made sure to, like I wanted to kind of come from the ground up and I wanted to kind of discover it my own way and I you know I left school young and I left my friends and I left home 
to chase this music dream, if you like. And, and I don't know, I guess I just had to, I had a lot of hard times on the way, on the way up and, and just, just getting to the point that I'm, where, where I'm at now. Um, it's been it's been a difficult journey, really. So um, I suppose that speaks in my songs, and it's it's, it's always coming from an honest place. Um, everything everything I write and every song that I put out is is honest, and it's coming from it's coming from you know a, a real a real place um, and a personal place. And I think that that definitely helps. Oh, hundred um, percent. You know, and I mean, in terms of confidence, I don't think you know I wouldn't say I'm the most confident artist in the world. I think. Most of us artists aren't confident. I think this is why we do jobs like this because it gives us, it gives it gives us the confidence that we lack elsewhere. You know, so mm. um, yeah. But um, no, for me, like I, I guess it was the whole come up of moving away from home, the struggle of just being away from home, being away from friends and family, and and isolating myself. You know, and and really sort of, uh, you know, I mean, this, this job doesn't pay very well until you start. Um, as, uh, you know, in the, in the first few stages of this job, it really doesn't pay very well. So you are kind of like. Um, you're stuck for a long time, and, and I suppose you've got lots of things going on in your head, and you're wor- wor- you're worried about failure, of course, especially coming from Ireland. You don't want to, you know, go back to your hometown with your tail between your legs. So, um, you know, it's all them things that kind of drove me on, I suppose, to uh, to do this properly and to, and to do this as a career. You know, that's incredible, Flynn. Honestly, I, I actually didn't realise that that was the background that you had coming into your now absolutely blossoming in global success career of music. If you don't mind me asking, what age were you when you decided to just uproot? I was, I would have been 19. It was literally like after my leaving cert. So when everyone else was planning their, I, you know, Ibiza and Magaluf holidays, <laughs> um, I was planning just going to Bristol with my guitar. And that's what I wanted to do. You know, everyone was like, oh, come on, get a summer job and come, come on holiday with the lads. And, you know, you not, you don't want to go to university and college. And I just, it wasn't for me. I just, I was one of the one of the few that decided to kind of uh, yeah just pack a bag and, and kind of go on my own and, and and I suppose really learn about myself and and figure out who I was and and, and I, that was hard for me you know because I had to face a lot of uh, adversity along the way um, mm. and and spending that much time on my own you know was 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 good for me but it was uh, there was pros and cons. Then yeah. it's given me lots of lots of content and it's always given me something to write about and it still does to this day. I'm pretty much a a man. On, on his own on, a, on this little journey so but that's the way I like it I'm quite introverted and, and it helps with my writing and um, yeah that's why I'm kind of I like to move around a lot on my own but yeah it, does, it, it doesn't work for everybody but it worked for me you know yeah kudos on that one because definitely at 19 I, I was following that same grain of just kind of like ah you know now that the leave inserts finish college is next and even though it mightn't even yeah. fully appeal to you you're just kind of like ah you kind of have to do it or whatever but fair juice to you for breaking the mould because it shows you know your resilience and your determination to succeed yourself is starting to truly pay off I mean the investment and I totally hear you brother when it comes to getting no money at the start of your music career <laughs> you're nearely spending more than what you're yeah. getting um, well this is it yeah, this is it like a lot of my friends would have had part-time jobs and I mean don't get me wrong I pretty much had all the jobs you know but um for there was a, there was a lot of points where I was in and out of work and I would usually either get sacked or quit because there was a open mic around the corner that I wanted to do or you know and that wouldn't pay either but it was always just taking that risk and putting music first and yeah 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 and I, and I still do that to this day do you? oh brilliant I don't think it's I don't think it's going to change I'm always going to put music first you know yeah oh that's the way to do it and I think that that speaks to you as a brand in itself that you're always going to go forward and it's interesting how you say you know confidence and stuff like that because when you sing as you said it comes from experience so it comes from an honest place more than a confident place, I suppose. And that's why mm. you're able to deliver 
such a uh, what would be the word like performance and, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. it's very inviting to anybody and it's all I've been seeing across social media everywhere with your music it's that everyone feels attached to the music that you write and that you bring out and so let's start talking about after all of this when suddenly your name is is going up in lights you're going between LA Berlin and London to work in a studio as a part of Sony and BMG is that right? Yeah, so I published by BMG and then um, I signed my record deal to Sony Germany, yeah. And of course, so, of course, Sony Ireland as well. The, the guys at Sony Ireland are amazing. But um, yeah, so Sony Sony's the is the label, yeah. And like, take me through that, like, was it an email? Was it a phone call? Did someone show up in a suit and say, Mr. <laughs> Flynn, we're here to collect you and there's a limo outside? Like, what was the scenario? <laughs> Um, no, not really. I mean, I I was I did a song with Lost Frequencies. That's right. Um, um, a couple of years ago, and obviously, I suppose he's he's quite a well-known artist. And um, I was kind of working behind the scenes for a long time. I was, you know, doing the rounds, going around, stu- doing writing sessions in London, working with you know lots of people and taking meetings. And things were kind of like, you know, it was. I suppose we, we were nearing to a point where it was like um, getting serious. But then I hadn't actually sealed the deal. Um, so I was looking for that that final little kind of win or cherry on the top, if you like, to, to seal a deal. And um, yeah, luckily I, I wrote I wrote Recognize in London, actually in the studio I'm in right now, um, in, in one of the studios in this in this complex, and wrote the song. And it, yeah, Felix Lost Frequencies, his name is Felix. He he picked it up and he loved it. And, and obviously the song went on to it went platinum in Belgium, and uh, I got to perform, you know, do Tomorrowland and do some TV appearances and. I suppose really get my name out there, uh, and from there, then that was that was just the final little push, I guess, that uh, that I needed. And I signed with Sony then, um, uh, and then I signed with BMG um, for my publishing not too long after that. So then it was official, you know. Then it was real, and um, yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's been difficult, but you know, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, yeah. So then let's talk about let's talk about working with the likes of Lost Frequencies because obviously um you're kind of coming in you know the name and I don't know if you had ever met Felix before that but like what was it like working with with a producer like that with an artist like that Yeah I mean Felix is great and we've remained really good friends and we still work I mean we're working on stuff at the moment you know we're always working I'm always sending him ideas and he's a he's a really good I mean the level of respect is there and for you know each of us. I mean, we both respect each other, and he's a, a very, very talented guy. He knows um, what a record should sound like, and he knows how mm. to produce a great pop track. Um, but yeah, no, he. Just, I learned a lot, obviously, through him as well. You know, like I learned a hell of a lot from him. So, yeah. but it's all about these contacts you build and you make along the way, and it's all a learn. As I say, it's all a learning curve. It's all a lear- learning experience, and I'm still learning every day, and I'm meeting new people along the way that you know are always. Um, teaching me new things but uh, yeah Felix Felix is amazing great mm. guy and um, very successful I mean he's just had a very very successful song with um, with his latest one with Callum Scott you know it's, yes. it's uh, everywhere everywhere yeah. I go I hear it so yeah. he's, uh, he's just continues to rise that fella mm. I think it's I think it's great how you say like you know at the end of the day you're all artists you're all poets in a way like there's no actual right or wrong formula to do stuff so you know learning things really is just a, an experience it and then if you can share it with the next person to kind of learn from that as well yeah so exactly. let's let's talk then about the big weekend on july 2nd you were in malta opening for lewis capaldi what was that like uh, i was amazing i mean like it was just incredible uh 
very warm. It was 40 degrees peaking on the day. Um, 17,000 people, I believe, like a lot of people. Um, it was great. I mean, there's not there's, there's not much more to say. It was just, it was an incredible experience. Definitely, for me, was the probably the best moment, I, th- I think, in my career so far. Being able to play a full set with my band, that many people, and, the, and just the reception we got and how welcoming everyone was. And, you know, even, even now, I mean, like the... The phone's been going crazy. The, the the notifications have just been going mad ever since. So we seem to have, you know, done a good job. And I mean, you never know when you go out to do these gigs. You just um, you never expect, you know, to to gain a fan. Really, you just you just hope they won't boo you off the stage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, at the end of the day, they're there for Lewis. But um, no, it was incredible. It was really, really good. As I said, uh, such a warm welcome from the Maltese. It was just great. Uh, well, I am thrilled for you, Flynn. Well deserved, man. I've been going even more through your music lately. And I have to say, like, again, it, it kind of baffles me when you say the likes of confidence and, and finding your sound because you have such you have such an impact. And I think this is like that bar has been set now with Malta, but it's only a matter before you're headlining Malta itself and you're traveling the world as just Flynn, you know, and you'll have opening acts then who are nearly saying the same thing you're saying and sitting where you are now and speaking of that you obviously have great tracks that represent who you are I, I love B-Side absolutely love that uh, I was just mm-hmm. talking uh, with a friend of mine here about how you use brass in that track and I think it's so good to have just a good brass back in, in like modern yeah. music it's so good and like how do you go about the production of that then I mean do you play brass do you get in brass musicians what's that like yeah, so for for B side for that record, we just uh, we we brought in yeah a full uh, full brass band from Hastings. So a friend of mine, I wrote I wrote with a guy called Blair, Blair McKeegan, who's um, an amazing songwriter. He's written you know songs with Paloma Faith, Lily Allen, um, Sia. You know he's just and yeah. he's like a good friend of mine. He lives in Hastings. He's like he's been around a long time, and he's uh, he likes to always add that sort of organic flair. Um, and he did. He brought around some friends of his. They were like, you know, part of a band in Hastings because I was actually living in Hastings at the time. Um, and they just came down to the studio in Brighton. We did it with a guy called Toby Scott, a producer called Toby Scott, and brought the whole the whole band in to this little small like studio on in, in this guy's house, <laughs> um, and just literally just went through the whole track. I was just like, right, just do your thing. Um, and it was just, yeah, it was incredible. It's always good to be able to get organic vibes on a song. Yeah, oh, um, it's, it you, sounds. You always electric. feel it more when there's, yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was amazing. Mm. And uh, then, also very quickly, before we let you go, back to the studio life. Tell us about Elephant, because we're featuring that regularly here on Midlands 103 uh, and on the VIP. It's such a good song. Uh, and I know that Thank that's you, kind man. of, it, it's close to you as well. But can you also just kind of take us through how you came to be with uh, the song? Yeah, um, so Elephant's like been around for quite a long time. I wrote that song before the pandemic, I think, or maybe it was like, yeah, just before the pandemic. Um, and I suppose it's just, it was a song about, I suppose, my struggles with mental health and just the importance of speaking up and just a, a, a metaphor, I suppose, for anxiety and, and mental health issues um, and the importance of just speaking about the elephant in the room. You know, when you feel um, down or you don't feel yourself or you feel anxious or whatever it may be, just to go out and talk to someone and um and the importance of that especially as as young males in ireland i feel a lot of the time we, we you know we feel too proud to to speak about our problems and um and i think we should i think we should i think i think it's okay to be open and it's okay to tell people how you're feeling and a lot of the time you realize when you actually do open up that um these people are going through the same the same experiences or they've had the same experiences and 
then we normalize it and we you know we can we can feel more human about about how we're you know how we're feeling so yeah. yeah that's pretty much it in a nutshell i think just the importance of just speaking up when you're feeling when you're feeling strange you know yeah it's it's funny that we can actually all kind of feel the same thing sometimes it's weird huh and it's it's so good to be able to create that connection with other people because sometimes yeah. that's all you need is for someone just to be from an understanding place and be like oh yeah i, I understand what you mean and if i may say yeah, flynn yeah. From, from a personal perspective uh, and my opinion yeah. on music i think how it is that you perform that with your music the likes of making awareness of mental health and and addressing the elephant in the room i find it such a powerful weapon that you can do that with quite an upbeat like alternative pop yeah, sounds that's yeah, so important well, absolutely you know i think like a lot of the time especially to get songs on the radio these days you know there i suppose there's there are some rules i don't like to use the word rules but you know music should be free but at the same time you know you, you have to follow suit sometimes and there's certain things that for me, I, I didn't want it to be too depressing and down, and I, you know, because obviously the concept is quite um, is quite a deep one. So I wanted to keep the song fun and up tempo and find a balance between the two. And I think I did that. Um, I hope I did that. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, but so yeah, so I guess that that was that was why you know I wanted to. I mean, I wanted it to be heard, and I wanted I didn't want to be want it to be too dreary and too um, moody because <laughs> otherwise, you know, it mightn't be as enjoyable. So. Yeah, I, I like to play with the, you know, with the two and, and find a balance. So, yeah, that's kind of how it came about. Well, I think I think you struck it perfectly, Flynn. I, I really adore the song and the fact that it has such a close place for you, but can also reach out to people while still being, you know, it, it creates a platform where it's just kind of like, yeah, it's this is it, but it's not, as you say, dreary. It's actually like addressing it and kind of like, look, let's let's do this thing, and it kind of gives yeah. energy rather than kind of like takes energy while while telling it at exactly. the same time. But look, but look, Flynn continued success for you my man I'm so thrilled for you I'm delighted to see your name continuing to travel around the world with so much success here's looking forward to the new EP dropping before the end of the year really looking forward to that and thanks so much for taking the time and your busy schedule to talk to us today no problem thanks for having me